The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100 at sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to download the SGPN app. It is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Drivers, start your engine! Wrap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. Welcome in, everybody, to the actual NASCAR edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Thanks, everybody, that joined us for our special weekend of racing uh, edition of the the show where we covered the Monaco Grand Prix and, of course, the Indianapolis 500. Uh, Cody, I had a lot of fun doing that with you. I think we should make that a regular thing, yeah? Uh, Agreed. It was a ton of fun. If you haven't listened, you still got plenty of time depending on when you're listening to this, but most likely <laughs> plenty of time to listen. Uh, those, those two races aren't until Sunday. So uh, yeah, got it out nice and early for you. Good to go. I'm, I'm feeling good. Uh, feel, feel good about cashing a lot of bets this weekend. Uh, so much, so much racing this weekend. It's such a great weekend for motorsports and I'm pumped. It's a crazy, crazy, just, I mean, it's a, it's a entertaining weekend by far. But the fact that we have the longest race of the NASCAR season, uh, the the prestigious Monaco, the Indianapolis 500, yeah, it's just, if the Preakness were this weekend, racing would just be on its heels. No kidding. <laughs> uh, so, all right, we, uh, look, we know what happened last week. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know that we want to spend a lot of time mincing it down. We, we really, we didn't spend a lot of time with it. Uh, to, to really begin with, because we told you that it was just going to be an absolute crapshoot along the lines of what we expect with the, um, with the super speedway racing. But Cody, I think we got everything we, we anticipated and more in that all-star race. Yeah. And more, no doubt. Uh, I mean, we go into that race knowing that it's NASCAR's gimmick race and they're going to try and manipulate it and make it exciting and different and boy they they tried for sure <laughs> there was so many combinations of just i mean I, they threw everything at this it, you know sometimes when you when you try to improve something it's fine and and well and all that other stuff but then you just throw everything at it at once and you're like here good luck everybody yeah and it's just i don't know i mean first of all and even all the drivers seem to say you need to find a better track texas is just not a racing i mean 
you're not getting a lot of racing there. And that's a whole political deal with SMI or whoever owns that track. And they lost a date and all that crap. So who knows if it'll change. Hopefully they'll change it. But uh, the format was a little easier this year. I mean, we didn't have all the inversions and all that stuff. But just chaos from the beginning with the wrecks. Man, two guys I picked look like the best two cars out there. And then all of a sudden they're... <laughs> one's flying over top of the other one and they're both out and yeah just the whole thing was a disaster and then i mean at the end of the race what are you doing man what the guy in last place basically hits the wall he's not in the way it's not a safety issue it's not a dangerous thing i mean blaney's 20 feet from the i don't even know how they got how did they get their hand to the button that fast to turn on the caution light like I mean, literally, just, that's what it was. It felt like it was just a split second decision. It was like hit the wall, hit the button. Yeah. Like, I, and I saw, I saw, like as he's, he's the starters got the checkered flag out, and I saw that light flash on. And my wife was sitting there, her favorite part of the race, the last like three laps when she knows it's almost over. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I go, I go, they're not gonna fucking do that to him, are they? And she's like, what happened? I'm like, they're gonna, they're gonna make him restart this race. And then I assumed there was just gonna be a big wreck because they're all going for the money, man. And then the whole window net gate, I think is what Dale Earnhardt Jr. called it. Or just like, come on, man. First of all, a lot of like Denny Hamlin was trying to blame that on Ryan Blaney. Like, no, he thought the race was over. He thought he won the race. He take he immediately takes it down after every win and starts waving to the fans. That's how he does it. If you ever notice before the races, when they're strapping these guys in, the biggest muscular guy comes on the over there and hooks that thing on there's no way for a driver to do it let alone while he's doing almost 80 miles an hour under caution those cars aren't going slow yes it's slow compared to the racing but it's like you driving down the highway <laughs> trying to do all that while he's strapped in and all i mean just insane like at that point i mean how many times have we frozen the field and these guys get a start here because of these positions like let him come down pit road hook it back up put him back in first place let him get his million dollars that, that could have been ugly. And, and, you know, like, especially after you throw a caution for safety reasons, quote safety. unquote, and then and then you can't do the safety thing with the window net. I'm glad they didn't make him come down and do it and send him to the back and not win that race because that would have been. I'd have been furious. Horrendous. I would have been furious because, look, this is a non-points race. If this was a points race, okay, you have an argument. You have some place that you can probably say you have some standing, right, What is what they say in legal terms. You have some standing. But this was right. a non-points race. If you're going to make this an exhibition then and you're going to change the rules on a dime anyways, then either A, right. let him come back in after you threw the caution without cause, or B, you know, just call the race right there. Right. Let it end under well, yellow. And it's, again, it's an exhibition. So... It's not, I mean, he's not winning the points. He's not in the playoffs because he got that win. None of that stuff. Like, first of all, you took it away from him. The rule's different for this one race, this one time this year. Like, I mean, usually after you get the white flag, the next flag ends it. So the caution would have ended the race under normal circumstances. Again, this race has different rules. Everything's different. Like, come on. It's just, and then, I mean, Jeff Gluck has that, was this a good race poll? And the lowest race ever before this weekend was 17% saying yes. And it was at like 10.1% or something ridiculously low. So fans were definitely not happy. That's the first time I voted no all year on that poll. It just, it was man, bad. It was what, bad. what are we doing here? I don't know. 
I don't and, know. and then it's a, I mean, at this point, you see the NFL is talking about getting rid of the Pro Bowl. Like, do we really need to do this? Uh, is I mean, it's just it's such a gimmicky thing, and there's it changes so much every year, and there's so much different, and so much to keep track of, and it's just I don't even know if it's worth it anymore at this point. Like, just either take the week off or give us a, another week of racing or something. But yeah, don't don't give us this inverted. Yeah, <laughs> they so. need to some type of major overhaul at least, but we'll see. Well, okay, let's just go over quickly the bets from the All-Star Race, and then we'll talk a little bit about the, the truck and Xfinities because those are a little bit better. Uh, still a lot of wackiness going on. A lot of, lot of beating and banging into that truck race, but uh, we'll yes. get there in a second. Uh, obviously, Kyle Larson didn't win for me. Neither did Kyle Busch or, or Ross Chastain, who were involved in that almost launch of, of Chastain. What a man. Go watch the replay on that. If, to if to you speak to the safety of these cars, though, how that car did not roll. I have no idea. It was that was incredible, but yeah, definitely. If you've not seen that wreck where Ross Chastain goes flying over top of Kyle Busch, uses him as a launching pad at 180 miles an hour, you need to look that up because it was pretty crazy. It really was. Uh, so Denny over or Denny fade Denny Truex over Denny Hamlin. Uh, that didn't work either. Truex. Yeah. I mean, again, carnage, carnage all over the place. Uh, Bush over chase Elliott almost worked, almost worked, but man, whoever, whoever rolls farther. That's what it was. Crashing, too. I guess. I, that's that what it was. Yeah. Elliott must've had <laughs> position over Bush when they wrecked because, uh, I mean, it was looking good for a while and, and then it just didn't all of a sudden, yep. uh, Eric Jones uh, did not win the stage open, but he did win the fan vote. Man, I, I, he just did not have the speed at all, literally. Um, and Stenhouse won a stage, but he did not win a pole. In he qualified third, too, so he wasn't that far no, off. No, it wasn't. I, a plus was at 2,000. So. Again, can't knock the research. It's just the results weren't there. That's for sure. Yep. Uh, all right, let's go over our truck bets real quick. Zane Smith uh, over John Hunter Nemechek. Boy, did John Hunter Nemechek just look good. I'm pretty pissed off that this one didn't cash because Zane Smith looked really good and then just mm -hmm. until the end. Yep. Again, caught up in it. Caught up in it. Yep. <laughs> I mean, he, he looked like this was going to cash this bet yeah, all well, day sure. long. Yeah. All day no, long. Nothing you can do about that sometimes. I mean, again, you were on the right track. It just sometimes it bites you. Yep. Uh, Chastain over Smith. Yay. No. Eh, no. Eh, I know. <laughs> man, I... Chastain, I, I really, I thought he would look a lot better, and he just kind of looked. He had a pretty mediocre truck in all that day. race. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know if that's the Nice equipment or what the deal was there, but oh well. Yep. Uh, we had Tyler Reddick over Josh Berry in the Xfinity race. Yep, um, that was yeah. easy. That one was easy, pretty easy. Xfinity Reddick top five for Cody. Yep, should have picked him to win, I guess. But uh, All right, tell me about top it. Five, so. yep. Reddick, Reddick got that one as well. So those two those two bets in the Xfinity race uh, did us some good stuff. Brandon Jones yep. over Sam Mayer. Poor Brandon Jones, man. That dude didn't look good much at all. He wasn't in the front nearly as much as I thought he would be. But Sam Mayer, that car took off. I was surprised at how fast that car was all day. Yeah, and I mean, really, I don't know why Jones pitted at the end there. I think you talked about that in the Slack channel, like, he was running decent even with the damage he had and stuff and probably could have beat Mayer. And then for whatever reason, they pitted. And I don't know where you thought you were going to go with that much damage. Well, he but, was in the lead when he pitted, right? He yeah. Was, yeah, he was in the lead uh, That's when what he I'm pitted. saying. Like, he probably wouldn't have won the race, but you're going to lose less spots than you're going to be able to come back and gain with the damage. So I didn't. Yeah. 
that was a, not that a, was a weird strategy. Me up. either. <laughs> that was a weird but I don't know. I felt like I would have made a different decision there, but you know, I would have they get paid be. the big bucks, I guess. Not me. Uh, and then of course you had uh, William Byron to win the Xfinity, which I mean was a good a bet as any because we've seen. He it. looked really good, yeah. and he finished second. So I mean, he was there close, but uh, yeah, it was it was Reddick's day this time. It really was. Reddick would not be denied. So, all right, let's put this madness behind us. That weekend was just a uh, carnage, not just for the drivers, but for everybody here, too. We hit a couple, but most of them just sort of crashed like uh, like Chastain over Bush. So, yeah. And again, I it wasn't necessarily bad advice or analysis. Oh, no. I mean, no, no, no. <laughs> my, my two winners were running first and third when they when they wrecked each other. So, like, I, th- I think we definitely could have had different results there. But uh, again. Sometimes the bad luck just catches you, and in a race that ends up in carnage like that one did, nothing you can do about it but move on to this week. Luckily, we have uh, five races to bet on, so uh, plenty of opportunity to win some money. The big one of Texas strikes again. Yep. <laughs> uh, all right, come back in stage two. We'll talk about the uh, the big track there over there in Charlotte and break down the weekend of betting for you. But first, as we always do, Let's tell you about some win bet action. Make sure to get down on the win bets. $50 to win, $200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. Plus, win bet casino is offering a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. All of you can receive a $20 free bet when you win, lose, or push a three-plus leg build-your-own-bet parlay between Thursday and Sunday. You can also take advantage of the offer for the NBA playoffs if you'd so inclined. The match is coming to the win, and you can bet on it on win bet. It's Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, minus 200. Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, plus 165. There's so much to choose from. All you got to do is download the WinBet app now or visit winnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Let's move on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players and you probably already have a fantasy league on there. I know I do and I'm actually drafting in a zombie league right now. It's probably my turn, but I'm going to record this podcast if it's all the same to you. Uh, It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry and now you can make money on Sleeper 2 by playing in their new over-under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. For example, number of points in basketball, hits in baseball, whatever you want to choose. Uh, then you could choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from twice to 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm super excited about the over-under game on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contest and we can all play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and, of course, as always, copy my friend's picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. So stop what you're doing right now. Download the Sleeper app and play the new over-under game. Have some fun with your friends and make some money on your mobile phone by joining our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com SGP. Sleeper's going to automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's right. Join our squad. Get the 100% deposit bonus at sleeper.com SGP. Terms and condition apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Sweaty sack summer's approaching. In fact, it's here in California. I'm here to tell you right now that sweaty sack summer is happening. It's 100 and something degrees. My office is probably 600 degrees, so I don't care. But it's time to prioritize the comfort of your crotch. 
I know I need it more than anybody. That's why the kings of Crotch Comfort Manscaped, they've spent two years making sure I can have the most comfortable boxer briefs out there because it is sweltering in this office. And I, right now, have the honor of testing out these boxers. And I'll tell you right now, some of the softest fabric of any underwear that ever had. It's breathable. It's just like gills for your groin. They even trademarked the jewel pouch, so you know it's absolutely serious. So I think it's time you invest in your family jewels. Let your bugle breathe and get 20% off and free shipping by using the code SGP at manscaped.com. That jewel pouch a pouch designed to cradle your boys in their own special space and it's lined with performance per, per, perforated performance fabric say that three times fast i know it's hot and sweaty keep them well ventilated basically just imagine your balls sipping pina coladas chilling on a hammock somewhere on a tropical beach you know you want to do it i know i just did it and you can get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code sgp at manscapes.com if you do it too. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. Once the boxers 2.0 touch your sack, you, my friends, are never going back. NASCAR goes back to Charlotte, though, back to where tons of their car, or their offices and their teams are located. Uh, it's almost like a home track for, for many, many of the racers there. Uh, and this is, again, one of the more storied Races in the books as far as the, the Coke 600, but before the big boys hit the track, we always got, but we got both action right now. We got trucks and Xfinity this weekend uh, helping out over there in Charlotte as well to fill out the, the, um, <laughs> the action. <laughs> Sorry, sweaty ball sack summer still kind of coming in there. Man, must be nice. It's like 50 degrees here and been raining for like 48 hours straight. Yeah, well. Not getting very sweaty here. You want to uh, switch? I'll switch. <laughs> no, I think I'll, I'll stay away from that. Uh, we're going to have a nice warm weekend for the holidays, so that'll be fine. But uh, Yeah, no. We're, no. <laughs> Not us. Uh, all right. So let's turn our attention, as we will, to the uh, truck series where it is the Dutch Boy 150. Not quite as long as that 600-mile uh, rope-a-dope that they got going on Sunday, but... For the truck drivers, this is 150 miles to try to get themselves back into rhythm. Texas is a weird track. We talked about it. There's just not a lot of racing. Even in the truck series, that really, it, it, it didn't even seem like, once they got strung out, they got strung out. And, I mean, it, it took restarts to get them back together again, uh, which is where the carnage happened anyways. But, uh, yeah, I mean, th this this type of race for them, uh, I think, is, is a much better opportunity because this track is is just gigantic. Yeah, I, th I think we're going to see more racing like we saw uh, more like at Kansas Speedway rather than Texas. I Just Texas needs to be resurfaced or reconfigured or they, they need to change something because that track has just kind of been a dud for a while, unfortunately. But uh, Charlotte, usually a lot better, and I think we're going to see better action, more passing, and uh, it'll, it'll be a lot more like the Kansas race was where we saw very good racing th throughout the truck series. Well, just the truck series and the cup series there, but... Uh, Xfinity, no doubt, will be the same. So, Indeed. All right, for the 150 race, uh, these guys are going to be going around. I mean, we've seen a couple of the drivers, like we talked about last week, just sort of be there, right? I mean, uh, they're there all the time, and, and it's Zane Smith, it's, it's these guys. But this week, uh, we've got some Cup Series regulars running, right? Yeah, we got uh, a loaded field. You got... Kyle Busch, obviously, going to be racing down in his 51 car. Ross, or truck. Ross Chastain racing again, which what we saw from him last week. Who knows? 
But uh, I felt like there was another cup guy. Was that it? I feel like that might be it, actually. Maybe that's and when it I looked at it too, I know there's yeah. some in the Xfinity too. So yeah, that's where we get a little bit cross. But <laughs> yep. So yeah. So Kyle Busch. I mean, he's obviously going to be the favorite, but we've seen it. He's raced what three times this season already, and I don't think he's won any of them. So he has not. No. I would not. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he leads every lap and wins the race. But uh, at what his odds are going to be at? probably not going to be worth putting yeah he's at plus 125 which is actually probably the first time i've seen him at plus odds in a truck series usually he's at negative odds but uh maybe they know maybe they know but i don't know just not a lot of not a lot of value there so i wouldn't be surprised to see him win it and dominate of course but uh i'm not going to be taking that one I won't either. Uh, All right. Well, let's go ahead. And what are you going to be taking uh, as we start off our truck racing bets? Okay. Well, I'm going to jump in with the head-to-head matchup. I have Ty Majeski over Grant Enfinger at minus 125. Majeski has been super impressive lately. He's been fast. He looks he's in those Thor Sport trucks that can win. Um, We've seen it, obviously, with Matt Crafton, with uh, Ben Rhodes being his teammates. Those guys have performed well. They're both champions, both race winners. I think Majeski's got a win coming soon, maybe not quite this week, but uh, he's beat Enfinger head-to-head in the last couple of races here, last two races in a row. Um, he, he was fifth at Texas last week. He was second at Kansas. So like I said, he's been running very solid up front. Enfinger's been doing pretty good as well, but Majeski's just very, very much impressed me. And uh, yeah, I love him over Grant Enfinger at minus 125. We talk about the eye test often on this show and just really, you know, it's, it's watching it's watching what's going on versus sort of reading the box scores. And, and Majeski, definitely one of those guys for sure that uh, I like. And, and I, it just seems like every time you look at the leaderboard, he's somewhere in that top five, somewhere in that top ten, and he's always turning in good runs. And you're right. I mean, Enfinger's been good, but it just feels like Majeski's got some hot streak going on him. And uh, I'll take that every day uh, on Sunday. So good, good pick right there for you. Uh, all right. I'm going to start out my trucks with uh, Zane Smith over Ross Chastain. We talked a little bit about it in the last segment, in the last stage, as far as Ross Chastain just didn't really look like he had the truck going uh, in Texas. And I have a feeling that uh, it may continue into, um, into this weekend and look here's the thing about that too right it used to be where these guys would race in xfinity cars and then turn around and race in the cup car sometimes they would go down to the and it would there would be not a lot of drop off but maybe it's the fact that this car is so much different this year the cup car is so much different this year than the other cars that it does throw them off it maybe it maybe takes away a little bit of that momentum that they would have if they were coming straight from the cup car to or the xfinity car to the cup car because it Almost was the same, you know, a couple of changes here and there, but by and large, it was it was the same type of feel, uh, but it's not anymore. And so that cup car maybe maybe throwing off these guys, these veteran drivers that like to bounce around between the series, and maybe you're just starting to see a little bit of that. I mean, obviously, Reddick goes out and wins last week, but, you know, we haven't necessarily seen these guys uh, come down and, and just dominate like they used to back in the day when they would just be like, well, you might as well pencil them in for a win because they're going to, you know, they're going to run away with this. And it just hasn't seemed to happen. So, But Zane Smith, obviously we talked about him a little bit too, just running well uh, all season long, had, has opportunities every week to, to be the winner and, and has won. So for me, if you're going to give me a series regular over 
uh, Ross Chastain, who we saw kind of suffer a little bit last week, uh, I think I'll take that. I mean, look, obviously a Texas Smith finished 32. We, we documented what happened to him, but he won the week before in Kansas. A couple of top 10s, actually a string of top 10s uh, for him all season long. I just think he's a better pick this week over Chastain. Yeah, I actually agree with you here. Like we just talked about, Chastain was very unimpressive last week. And Zane Smith has been very impressive every week. Again, he didn't have the finish last week after he got into some trouble. But uh, I I love him. And neither of us have a Truck Series winner pick. But Zane Smith is at plus 800. And, you know, again, I think we probably stayed away from that just because Kyle Busch is in the field in that. But I don't mind that at all. And I might put a little sprinkle on that. Uh, He's been fast. He's been good. Uh, And Chastain, again, just... It hasn't been that impressive in the truck series starts. So, yeah, I like it. And, yeah, I mean, like you said, I think it was three years ago, Kyle Busch ran his five races, and I think I max bet all five of them as much as I could on him to win. And, he, you know, he was five for five because he'd done it three seasons in a row or whatever it was. But these last two seasons we've seen it hasn't been so easy. And I think it's a combination of of this car being so different. And also there's a lot of talent in these lower series. There's a lot of guys that that are paying to play, and, and you got to have some money to get there. But there's a lot. I mean, when you got guys like John Hunter Nemechek that run every every race in the Truck Series, even guys like Zane Smith, Ben Rhodes. I mean, we're seeing some of these younger guys like Ty Majeski running up there, Carson Hosovar. There's there's a lot of talent down in those series too, maybe more than there was previously. So it's not as easy for these truck or these Cup guys to just jump down and whip everybody's ass now and so it makes it for a better race and we've seen such great racing the truck series is almost one of the best races every week with just the beating and banging and and sometimes it gets messy and you get the same guys spinning out in the back of this back of the field a couple times but uh no yeah absolutely i love that i love that bet and i'm i like zane smith a lot this week uh so yeah and ross chastain again not impressive last race and i don't expect much this one either me either. Uh, Zane Smith, just for reference, 10th place the first or last time he was out and third place the first time he was out. He's only got this two track or two truck starts on this track, but both have been top 10s. One was a top three. So uh, I like his odds here. All right. Set up your next bet. This one is an Xfinity uh, bet for you. Yes, oh, and let me, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have to go back because I want to I want to get the sponsor correct. Remember this sponsor thing. This is yes. the North Carolina Education Lottery 200. I don't know where I got Dutch Boy 150. Oh, well. Oh, wait. No, that, hey, that is. Shout out to Dutch Boy, too. All right. They've sponsored some stuff in the past. They sure have. <laughs> Maybe I got it mixed up because the, the truck race is North Carolina. The Xfinity race is the also uniforms 300. There you go. Okay. All right. There we go. Okay. Well, uh, you're going to notice the theme in my next few bets here. I like a guy at this track a lot. And uh, this is a Cup Series guy that's that's coming down into the Xfinity series. And I was trying to look up the entry list here to see who all we have. So we have Austin Dillon is going to be racing down. Uh, let's see. Well, here we go. Uh, well, maybe there's not as many. Is there not as many as I thought there was on this one too? I feel like there still are. I mean, it was, is Austin Dillon, uh, Austin AJ, Dillon. Well, AJ and, thing is already there, and so Dylan's going to be in that 48 car that uh, Redick won in last week. Yeah. Again, that's going to be prepared by RCR. Yeah, I guess he is really the only cup guy. I was thinking there was more more cup guys for some reason, but oh well. Anyways, I love Austin Dillon. <laughs> so first, uh, I'm going to take Austin Dillon over Brandon Jones. Um, 
Jones has has been pretty solid this year. He's got a win. He's had some good finishes. Like you said, he was running pretty decent last week, even with damage. And so I think he'll he'll be fine, but he's not usually a guy that's one of the top couple of drivers, which I'm expecting out of Austin Dillon. So even if Jones holds on to a top five or top 10, I still expect Dillon to be much better. Dillon's good at this track. Uh, he's won the Coke 600 before. He, he's performed really well here in the Cup Series. And so, again, we saw last week this car, even though it's big machine racing, not necessarily a big – it's a new team, really – not necessarily a big name at all, but again, RCR is helping prepare this car with their drivers in it. It's Austin Dillon, the grandson of Richard Childress. So it's going to get even more love than it did with Tyler Reddick in it. And we saw it win last week. So I don't think that's going to be any problem. Uh, so yeah, I was actually kind of surprised that I got him matched up against a guy like Brandon Jones. I just feel like it, it seems to me like it's a very lopsided matchup. So I could be wrong, but I, uh, I'm i going to hammer this one because I absolutely love Austin Dillon over Brandon Jones. And it's only minus 115. Excuse me, only minus 115. So it's not even a crazy juiced up number. No, it's not. Actually, it is surprising that it's that low. I mean, to me, you usually get those cup guys and they're a little bit more or they're not even offered, to be honest with you, because, you know. Yeah, a lot of times, yeah, in the head-to-heads, you don't even see a mat. Like, you'd probably be hard to find a, a Kyle Busch truck series matchup with anybody maybe john or Nemechek or something like that but otherwise yeah usually you're not really getting them and especially i mean i, I would think it'd be more against like a noah gregson or a ty gibbs like the top drivers not that brandon jones isn't in great equipment and not a good driver but he's not elite like those guys are for the series so yeah i absolutely love that one i do too uh of course loving it all the way to the bank for sure because cody cashes just cashes that's all cody does that's why you guys listen to this show, so that Cody can cash for you. Uh, I did. I, I would like to say, go ahead, Patrick. Even back. the last weekend was bad. <laughs> I did write up an Xfinity article that I shared on the Slack channel and on Twitter, and I did have Tyler Reddick at seven to one to win that. So, uh, and then I topped it off with four for four on the F one again, like we talked about on the last podcast. But so it wasn't. That's the thing is you got to you got to listen to all this. You got to read all the content. So you can spread it out, and you hit some good winners like that, and it'll. I mean, that seven to one winner covered up all the losses on the crappy all-star race. <laughs> so nuts too, to be honest with you, that, that was just all over the place, but whatever we digress because you know, we're, we're sort of lamenting in our, in our, uh, just own grief, but all right, I'm going to go with my next bet, uh, Ty Gibbs over Noah Gragson. And because we all, I think Ty Gibbs is our adopted, uh, child on this show, right? Kind of everybody loves Ty Gibbs. Yeah, uh, yeah, and he's he's loved in the Slack channel. It seems like Go Bearcats is on him every week. So. <laughs> every <Yep>. <laughs> single <laughs> week. Uh, but yeah, I mean, look, Ty Gibbs obviously this season has been uh, pretty much a force to be reckoned with. Uh, he's got two wins. He's got eight top fives. He's got eight top tens. Uh, were it not for a, a really bad accident last week, he would have probably been. Even better, he started on the pole over there in Texas, finished 36 because, you know, it was just a terrible, uh, he led 32 laps. The guy was was there, right? But he just I got touched up and unhappy. Boy, he was unhappy. <laughs> Not happy at all about that wreck. So uh, he's got a fast car, always has a fast car week in and week out. Uh, he's going to be pissed off and ready to, to prove that he can get back up to the front again. And uh, I, just, I think he's got the car to do it every week. So I'm not necessarily scared uh, to stay off of him. He won 
this race last year. So, I mean, you can't necessarily count that out, right? He came from eight to first. Uh, Gragson has not necessarily enjoyed the same success on this track uh, as, as Ty Gibbs has had. So, for me, I'm going to take the Ty Gibbs part of this and, uh, and just cash it all the way to the bank. Well, you are the Xfinity savant here, so I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> I don't know that I would have picked that one. Man, Gregson's been so good this year. Uh, but I don't know. It seems like Gibbs has kind of struggled a little, but again, he's probably the most talented. Well, he is the most talented driver in the field, I think. I don't think that's up for debate, really. And, and obviously, he's in good good equipment. So, like you said, with their track history here, not a bad bet at all. Well, and look, Gragson, same thing. Two wins, eight top tens, eight top fives. I mean, so it's not necessarily uh, uh, that much of a difference for him. So, you know, I don't know. For me, it's it's uh, Noah Gragson, his his track history here. He finished 27th last year, 11th the year before, 4th the year before. It's, you know, it's what yeah, it is. So not, not great. And like you said, Gibbs won. That's probably his only start at the track, too. So, yeah. It was. It was his one lone start yeah. at the track, and he won. So, so, <laughs> so yeah, he's uh, he's batting a thousand on winning here. So, yeah, I'm okay. All I'm right, okay uh, taking there. my I got Xfinity winner again. Just shocked at these odds. This this 48 car won last week at Texas. I, I don't know if they didn't realize that's the same car or what's going on. But Austin Dillon, he's at 12 to one plus plus 1200 to win this race. I I, I don't know what I'm missing here, <laughs> but. That that seems like massive value to me. Again, he's really good on this track in the first place, anyways. And then you're bringing him down here. He's he's going to have the full support of the Cup team and all of that. So why he's a twelve to one really baffles me. But I'm not going to complain, and I will take it. Uh, so yeah, Austin Dillon to win at, at plus twelve hundred. I I absolutely love that one. I mean, I'd love it too if it weren't for my pick to win. Uh, it's it's funny because um, you hear say it every week, and if this is your first week listening, then you get to hear it for the first time. But uh, Cody and I don't normally actually talk about what we're going to pick until we get into the actual show because it you know, we don't want to taint each other's picks, you know. So yep. we just that's, we just want. I, I actually didn't even know your <laughs> your picks until you were doing the ad read at the start, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, I should probably look and see what Rod's picks were so I can comment on them, huh? <laughs> Been so that's how uh, that's how much we don't taint each other's picks is i didn't even look at it until we were already recording so. it's been one hell of a week for both of us i know kids have last we've week of school so, like yeah we've had so much going on oh with yeah God. school getting out and sports and all the motorsports stuff and yeah it's been it's been a fun crazy. a fun nascar contest uh this weekend that we yeah. can talk about here in a little bit that we've been working on this afternoon so uh yep 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 so it's been a crazy one but yeah that is uh yeah, that is the case. As I didn't even know Rod's bets until uh, we were already on the show. So, <laughs> well, you're all over Dylan. I'm all over Gibbs. I, I have Gibbs to win at plus four hundred. He is the favorite to win in this. If you look up and down the books, he's the favorite, and it's just you know, like I said, he won the only time he was out. He's going to come back, just completely irritated at the fact that he didn't get a chance to to actually compete uh for the win he led a ton of laps uh over there last week i say a ton 25 that's a lot of laps in texas though to be honest with you especially in the xfinity series i did misquote his stats i was reading gragson ty gibbs has three wins this year four top fives six top tens his average finish is 10th place but i i really honestly think like i said he's going to be fired up uh you know go bearcats loves him some fired up ty gibbs so we uh 
I, I think he's just going to be the car to beat. All and We'll learn more, obviously, when, when practices and stuff go on, but I, you're going to see that I think he's the one of the fastest cars uh, in practice and, and maybe even qualifying up front. Yeah, I... You know, if, if that's who you're on this week, I'm again, you've hit more Xfinity stuff than I have. So I don't, I think it's a good balance to take both these guys. You get, you know, one of the favorites in Gibbs and obviously, I mean, he's super talented. He's going to be in the cup series here soon. I, we, I mentioned that before the season even started, if you could get any futures on him, take him. Like you said, he's got three wins already this season. So, and an average finish of 10th, and that's with some pretty bad finishes in there because he got wrecked a couple times. So mm-hmm. couple it's pretty 30, good. 30-plus 30, 30 yeah. place finishes because of right. wrecks. But yeah. yeah, so when your average is still 10, when you've had some finishes like that, I don't think I don't think you're wrong there. So, yeah, I like it. Sweet. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it all the way to the bank. All right. Uh, that'll do it for the Xfinity and trucks. Let's just recap quickly so that way you are, are tracking them. So take your pen and pencils out. As we go over, uh, Cody started out with Ty Majeski over Grant Enfinger at minus 125. Uh, I have Zane Smith over Ross Chastain at minus 120, which is the weird thing that it's juiced up that way, but I'll take it. Doesn't matter. Uh, Cody has Austin Dillon over Brandon Jones at minus 115. I've got Ty Gibbs over Noah Gragson over Cody's uh, reluctance at minus 125. <laughs> Cody's got Austin Dillon to win at plus 1200. And I've got Ty Mother and Gibbs to win at plus 400. Uh, that is the Xfinity and Truck Race bets. So hopefully you guys have those down and uh, can fill your cards and, and have some fun with us. So. Uh, all right, stage three begins as the longest race in the NASCAR uh, schedule also begins this weekend. But first, let's talk to you about Athletic Greens because we are brought to you by Athletic Greens and their AG1 supplement. What is this stuff? Well, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotic, and as I've been told, adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, every single one of those things. It costs you less than $3 a day, and you're investing in your health. Plus, it's cheaper than that cold brew habit of yours. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery, and Athletic Greens has sold over 7,000 five-star reviews. And to make it easy for you, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do, visit athleticgreens.com slash SGP. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Bet you did not know that browsing online using incognito mode does not actually protect your privacy. Bet you didn't know that. Well, Without added security, you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, other prying eyes. That is why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means your private details, passwords, communication, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP Vanish makes it virtually invisible or makes you virtually invisible online. It is that simple. Easier to do than to say. You can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on your speed, your computers, tablets, phones, 
even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. So whether I'm at home or in public, I do not go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for you with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. And IPVanish is always super to use. All you got to do, tap one button, you're instantly protected. Great part, you won't even know it's on. So stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, everything you buy. Take back your privacy today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com SGP. Use that promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. I said that the track was big. It's really not, Cody. It's only a mile and a half, but it feels large because you're going 600 miles on it, right? That's right. It's uh, <laughs> hey, it's bigger than a lot of the tracks we go to. So it's true. I mean, it's, it's huge. It well, does, <laughs> for some reason, though, it does. It feels like it's bigger than a normal mile and a half, and it's not obviously. But just I, I don't, and maybe it's because the race is so big. It's, it's such a big event itself. But I don't know, and uh, and the way they're able to spread out on the track a little, you know, side by side stuff like that, I, it does feel like it's bigger. So I'll give you that. It races like a super speedway in that as aspect sometimes where you get a lot more of that. Like the the racing is better than what obviously what we saw last week on Texas's mile and a half. So uh, yeah, maybe it's right. And then of course the just grandness of the weekend. Obviously, it is Military Appreciation Weekend because Monday is Memorial Day. Holds a special part in my heart, too, obviously being uh, part of the military. I know you as well, Cody. Uh, the, the whole pageantry of it just makes me, I mean, I don't I don't really fall for half of that stuff sometimes, but, I, you know, <laughs> it just, it makes me feel good because I know we're honoring folks like you and I who, who have put on the uniform and just, uh, uh, you know, do what we did. Yeah, absolutely. And NASCAR does a very good job with their NASCAR salutes program. I mean, if you look through the paint schemes for this weekend, it's all patriotic cars. Corey LaJoy's running uh, the USO paint scheme. I don't know if you've seen that. It's a camo looking car. It's like red, white, and blue camo. It's pretty freaking sweet. I, I always pull for LaJoy, but even more this weekend, especially USO is such a great organization. I know when I was in the military and deployed, they helped so much with phone cards to be able to call home and, and just stuff while you're in airports traveling and all, all kinds of stuff. They, they take care of so much stuff for the military. Yep. So big shout out to them. But yeah, again, it's a weekend to, to honor the military and, and honor the fallen members and, and those who, who given the ultimate sacrifice um, for, for our country and for our freedom and to allow us to do this. So that's what the whole weekend is about. And we get to do a bunch of racing because of them and, and in honor of them and all the drivers have, um, I don't, I don't remember if it's where their name normally is above the driver window or something, but there's a, there's a, a fallen military member's name on every car and they're all, they're doing all kinds of stuff to honor the military. So the whole thing around it is great. And like you said, as a, as a fellow veteran, it makes you feel good and, and, and all that. And, uh, you know, just, just to remember the ones that, that we have lost. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's just, it's one of those things where you, you just sometimes have to, uh, just take it all in. One day, Cody, we'll have to go. We'll we'll have to make it out to Charlotte. Absolutely. That uh, I've I've been there once for that race, but I was ten then, so I, I remember it because it was my first NASCAR race. It was my tenth birthday present. Uh, it was pretty pretty exciting. But uh, I definitely I would like to go back as an adult and and, and take it all in, you know, as, from an adult's point of view. Show trip. 
Yes. Uh, all right. So, <laughs> so Las Vegas, Coke 600. Let's, <laughs> let's just keep adding races. I love it. <laughs> I'm all right with that. Look, if we can make it out to every race on a, on a season, uh, could you imagine the type of road trip? Uh, we could have a lot of fun. We It'd could be, have a, be a good time. We, uh, we're going to have to look into to going to some of these places. Uh, all right. Well, they travel 400 mile or 400 laps around this mile and a half oval. Uh, just 600 miles, man. It, it's We talk about 500 being long, but this is 600 miles. And this starts in the, in the bright of day and usually ends under the lights. So, uh, you know, a lot of track changing, a lot of long days a lot of tempers a lot of stuff can happen in those 600 miles uh but we're going to try to break it down for you as best we can with with what we think are the best bets for this as we enjoy the coca-cola 600 absolutely and yeah i mean like you said it starts in the daytime it goes into night so you're going to have changing track temperatures they're going to have to keep up with their adjustments this is definitely going to be a team a whole team effort for this race you're going to have tons of pit stops charlotte is going to have tire wear. And the way we've seen these tires on this new car wearing, you're going to get uh, things. I, I think they've been allotted 12 sets of tires. And basically every chance they get, they're going to be pitting for four brand new tires. So you're going to see a lot of pit stops. This is the only points race during the season where you have four stages. It's four 100-lap stages instead of three. So there's that extra stage to pay out points, bon or, you know, points to get to the playoffs, bonus points for the playoffs. So... I mean, these guys want this. This is one of those crown jewel events, one that you want to win, but it's going to take a total team effort. You're, you're not going to be able to make the mistakes. Now, if you make a mistake early, you're going to have plenty of time to recover from it, so that's something to watch too. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we've seen so many times that with all the loose wheels and everything this season, now you're going <laughs> to extend it out over 600 miles, and it's, uh, it's a lot on these guys, on these drivers, on these entire teams. It's a very taxing race on the drivers, so there's a lot that goes into it and a lot of things that, that can definitely shake things up, no doubt about it. Absolutely. All right, well, let us go ahead and get to that first bet of yours, Cody. Well, I'm going to start with a qualifying bet. I've been I've been enjoying these qualifying bets, and I think, uh, too, like with some of these longer shots, it's even better because you get the whole round, the two round qualifying thing, because if they can lay down a lap to get them in the top 10, then all they have to do is go out and lay down one more good one, you know? And I think it seemed to be helping with some of these other guys getting polls that we don't necessarily normally see. So in keeping with my trend uh, from Xfinity, we're going to go with Austin Dillon. <laughs> he's uh 4,000. So he's definitely a long shot and probably for a good reason. He's not necessarily qualified that well this season but he started in the top seven at this track in five straight races now a couple of those i mean were the covid qualifying format where they just you know set up from the previous races and that so but um he has six top five qualifying efforts here in the traditional qualifying setting so he's proven he can qualify fast here before and also one other note too is most of these race almost all of these race car teams are based out of Charlotte area, North Carolina. So it's a home race. They get to bring everybody from the shop that doesn't normally come to the race on the weekend. So like, not only is it this big event around this great holiday and all this stuff, the longest race, but you have your whole team there and you want to impress everybody. I mean, yes, they're normally watching on TV, but it's different when they can be there. So that's another thing where some of these teams, I think really put a lot more emphasis into it. But like I talked about, uh, he won the 2017 Coke 600 here. 
So he, he's just, he's run really well here before. He's going to be on the track the day before in the Xfinity series, winning and cashing that 12 to one bet. So that's going to give him some practice on, uh, on getting that fast lap down. But again, six top five qualifying efforts, uh, in traditional qualifying for this, the, at Charlotte means that if he can get in the top five, he's going to have a chance to grab that pole on that second chance. So, and again, 40 to one. So yeah, most likely he's not going to get it, but you're telling me there's a chance that'd be a nice one to catch to, to cash going into the race. And then you really don't have to worry about anything. Well, and just like you said, you'll have won all the money on Austin Dillon the week or the day before. So they just plunk it all down. Although uh, now that I think about it, they're probably going to qualify before they race the Xfinity series race. So probably maybe don't listen to that part of it, but we'll just go <laughs> back and just go back and edit that part out, Rod. <laughs> okay. Uh, click delete. Uh, no, but we'll he's going to, he's going to practice the Xfinity car. He's going to practice the cup car before. He's going to qualify the Xfinity car before, so... He's going to have yeah, laps. It, it all works out there. He's so. going to have laps. That's really what yeah, it all boils exactly. down to. He'll have laps. <laughs> That's what I was getting at. Yeah, yeah. No, let's look at it. Let's overdub it. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> we'll move on to my next one that is not Austin Dillon related. Uh, and we'll we'll go with Kurt Busch over Joey Logano. Tough sell, yes. Both of these guys have won races over the last couple of weeks. Obviously, Kurt in Kansas and then... Uh, Logano the week before in Darlington. So both are actually running well. But, uh, you know, Logano finished his with a 17th place in Kansas. Uh, just kind of fell off there at the end in, in that race. But you you look at what both of them have done, you can kind of throw the track record out uh, as far as what they've done here in Charlotte before. Because now in this 45 car, Kurt Busch just looks like he's got it now. Uh, he looked so revitalized in kansas he looked like a car that was running with confidence he looked like a team that was running with confidence this is his kind of weekend uh and and i think he's going to take that 45 car at least inside the top 10 somewhere um where maybe that's not necessarily joey logano can't i don't know to me i don't see him as a perennial top 10 car to be honest with you uh you look at that over the last four weeks that win was his first his, his uh first top 10 finish over the last four weeks. I mean, he had a 17th place at Kansas, 29th at Dover, 32nd at Talladega. You know, yeah, he did good at Bristol. Yeah, he did good at Martinsville, but he had 17th in Richmond, 31st in Austin. So Logano hasn't had the consistency. Neither has Kurt Busch, but this, I feel, is a team on the incline, rather where Logano has shown us what he's got this year uh, and and can do good things in in fits and spurts, but can't be consistent with it. I actually like this one, and I'm going to have a similar argument for my next bet too, where Kurt Busch is one of those guys over a long strenuous race like this that can put together a full race and have a decent finish. He's probably not going to win. He's already got his one win for the season out of the way that he gets every year, but you never know because I mean, they did just do it at Kansas a couple weeks ago. So, and he looked very good that day. That team seems to be really clicking. Things are getting better for the Toyotas. Um, I mean, we've seen Ford win the last two weeks or two of the last three now. So, Maybe they're getting better too, but uh, Kurt Busch is that grizzled old veteran, and Logano is a veteran racer too. But he's he's the guy that's going to be able to keep it clean for 600 miles uh, better than Logano, I think, and can easily finish ahead of him. So I like it. Uh, and then we'll, that will just lead right into mine. I have Alex Bowman over Tyler Reddick, uh, and this one's only at minus 105. I absolutely love Reddick. I want to see him win. I think he's going to win soon. He was on his way to winning at the open again last week and got in the 
I don't remember what happened. He got on the wall or got spun. He spun out. I don't know. But dude just had the worst luck this year. Now you're going to give me 600 miles for something to go wrong for him? <laughs> <laughs> Again, with Alex Bowman and that closer mentality that we've seen from him of just being there at the end, keeping it clean and, and being in the race, I think we could see Reddick be one of those fast guys early that's leading and then some type of issue brings him down and he doesn't finish as good as Bowman. So I think this is going to be an unpopular one because people are going to look at it and be like, oh, Reddick's been so fast and so good. And Bowman's just, I mean, he had his wins or win at the beginning of the season and he's kind of just stayed steady since then. But that's what I'm bang That's what I'm, I'm, I'm uh, trying to go with is he's been consistent and he's been steady. And I think that Reddick has just had so many things bite him. You're just waiting for something else to bite him. So, I think that Bowman will finish better than Reddick, and it's only minus 105, so you're getting a pretty good deal on it. Well, I mean, look, you look at what Hendricks has done at all anyways, right? But then you really look at what they've done at this track, and Jimmy Johnson's name is just etched all over the place. Last year, all four of their cars finished inside of the top five. Bowman in fifth, Byron in fourth, Elliott second, Kyle Larson in, in first. So, you know, if there's, if there's a team that obviously enjoys home field advantage it is the Hendrick uh, camp and and with all of their cars you know Elliot finished first the the in the spring or in 2020 as well with everybody else sort of around the same thing Jimmy in 11th uh you know it just yeah th this Hendrick's team is stout and they'll do it and I think they'll bring it every week every time they go to Charlotte and yeah poor Reddick you just one little thing can knock him out the luck's been bad and I hope I mean you know what? We talked about beginning before the season, over a half a win. We love that bet, and I think he's going to get there. I think he's going to get that win here eventually. It's just the luck has been so bad, and something always seems to go wrong. And when that's happening, you got to just kind of ride that wave. I hope he wins and snaps out of it this weekend. But until we see otherwise, I'm going to keep banging on something, something going wrong or, or something happening because it's just it's happened so many times. And and yeah, like you said, Hendrick. I mean, they have the best cars in the field. They are the top team. I don't think there's any argument about that. And they have four very solid drivers. You could argue Bowman is maybe the fourth driver of the lineup. You, you could argue other guys are. But even that being said, they're still four of the top drivers in the entire series. So, yeah, I, again, I, I really love this one. I, I can't believe it's only minus 105. I can see why, but even better. I, I like that. Yep. I mean, if they're not taking a whole lot out of you to, to get this, then I'll, I'll take that one too. Uh, yeah. All right. I'm going to move on to Ross Chastain finishing top three. I know you like this one because I see another bet <laughs> over there, uh, but this is plus 400 as a top three finish. I, it's weird to me because Chastain already this season has six top three finishes. I, I, you know, yeah, he didn't get it done last week, but when you look up and down what he's done this season, it's just insane. I mean, you know, winning in Talladega, winning in Austin, uh, just being at the front almost every single race, second place in Phoenix, second place Atlanta, third in Vegas. Um, I'm sorry, it was 30th in Darlington that he didn't get done. Last week he shot back with a top seven finish. So, you know, Chastain is there. And, and were it not for him catapulting over uh, Kyle Busch, he might have had himself a million dollars last week. Who knows? So... Uh, to me, Ross Chastain is a very fast car, and I don't care what he did last season in the Ganassi equipment. He's not there anymore. Trackhouse just knows that they're fired up this season and running well, 
and and obviously Chastain's a huge part of that. Suarez too, but Chastain's been the one crossing the finish line and and finishing up in those top three with the the top three finishes. So I think he's due for another one, and I think this race gives him the, uh, plenty of opportunity to do it because again with a fast car and a lot of room to breathe, you know, on this mile and a half track the way we talked about it, I, I have a feeling that one car is going to be right up there by the end of it. Well, as per usual, I have two bets to win. So let's go. Let's just jump straight into my long shot winner here. Let's do it. Uh, Ross Chastain, plus 1,400. I say it every week, but again, why are his odds so long? You saw it last week. He was 10 to 1, and he had probably one of the top two cars out there. Yes, he got wrecked, and he didn't win, but there is so much value there. I can't not pick, keep picking him because... Like you just said, in almost half the races, he's finished in the top three this season. He has been one of the best, most consistent cars all season. He looks great every race. And again, I, man, it just, I don't understand. And you got Kyle Larson is the favorite again at plus 550 or whatever. It, like, why? Half the races he hasn't even finished. He's had so many issues. I, I just, I don't get it. I don't understand why they're setting the lines these way, this way. But I will take it all day. Give me Ross Chastain at plus 1,400 to win this race because, again, we saw it last week. He was fast. You've seen it everywhere else. He's been fast. He's been good. And, and I don't see any reason why it stops this week. So plus 1,400, he's my long shot to win. So your top three, I absolutely love that too. Again, plus 400, there's massive value there too. Even if he's unable to win and finish in the top three, you're plus 400. That, that's crazy good odds to me as well. So uh, I have another winning bet. No, say it ain't so. Say it ain't so. I need a, I need a little music, though. Oh, oh, you do. Holy sh- Oh, man, I'm falling asleep <laughs> at the wheel here. Hang on. Here we go. <clears throat> and now it's time for Ryan Blaney's half hour with Cody Zeeb. <laughs> well, the all-star winner himself, I would like to throw out this statistic. The last two all-star race winners, 2021 was Kyle Larson the 2021 champion uh, 2020 was chase Elliott, the 2020 champion. So keep that in mind while you're looking at futures markets, but uh, Ryan Blaney, we're back, baby. Ryan Blaney's corner. I'm all in. He is 12 to one to win this weekend. He just won the all-star race last week at a mile and a half. You got him at 12 to one again. What are we doing here? I know that Bush and Chastain looked fast early, like we talked about, but he still won the race even without a window at the end. So <laughs> I, you know, I we had talked about Fords being down, but then Logano wins a couple weeks ago at Darlington. They looked they looked good again this past week at the All Star race. Maybe they're kind of on their way back up again. And it, again, twelve to one, just too much value there for me not to take the guy who's coming off the win. And, and I mean, they made some some pit crew changes to to work on that team and get they swapped out uh, the tire changer uh, for with the two car to try and make that team a little better and give it a juice. And they had super fast pit stops in the pit stop competition. They looked good. So I think things are really starting to gel with that team. You've got a, a younger crew chief who's – he was on the 21 for the end of the last season, but he's not necessarily been around as long. Maybe things are starting to gel there a little bit. Now they've got that victory. They won that race twice. So I, I think he's, he's coming into it, and, and I'm back full, full bore on, on Ryan Blaney train. So give, give, uh, give him to me at 12-1 to, to, to win this, the Coke 600. 
Look, there's a lot of better lucky than good sometimes. And for Blaney to be able to survive all of the nonsense that happened around him, because, I mean, there was literally just everything going on. And for him to be able to navigate, because not all of NASCAR is being the fastest car. It's putting yourself in the right position at the right time, staying out of the right, because he was about a, a fraction of an inch away, too, from getting collected in that nonsense. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I mean, there, there was just not, I mean, stuff throughout the whole race. You had Kyle Larson before that was, was he, I don't remember if he was leading. I think he was leading when he wrecked too, or he, he was up the there, tire, but he looked yeah. good. And then, yeah, he goes out and then you have the problem with, with Kyle Busch and all these other guys. So yeah, again, being able to survive, it's going to be a lot on the pit crews this week. And I think we're going to be able to see him execute over the 600 miles and keep himself clean and be in the mix, which he seems to be pretty good at. And again, 12 to 1, I just, there seems to be so much value on both these guys at, at longer shot odds. Uh, I mean, kind of going into the week, I was kind of thinking Kyle Bush, but then he comes up as co favorite at plus 550. And man, the way that things have been going this year and all the problems that can happen in a 600 mile race, that's the main thing is so many things can go wrong. So many things can happen. There's so much of a chance for tires to go flat or accidents to happen and stuff. It, 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 it's almost like you can't take some of these top favorite guys because you're just not getting enough value for all the possibilities of things to go wrong in all of this. So that's why I kind of like these two little bit of longer shot guys. He says, as I'm about to suggest <laughs> I set that up for you, Rob. you sure did. <laughs> One of the guys that probably the poster boy for anything can happen and will happen to you in the course of a race in an NASCAR season uh, where Martin Truex look, he comes in at plus 1,000 to win this race, okay? Yes, absolutely 100. I may, I may have to retire Truex like I, like I retired Harvick this year because he's not necessarily been all that great. But look, he finished sixth in Kansas, all right? He salvaged a day out of Kansas where a lot of drivers weren't salvaging days out of Kansas. So he got himself a sixth-place finish there. It was his best finish since Talladega when he finished fifth. You know, but he's he ripped off a string of top tens uh, between Atlanta and Richmond. So he's he's got a car that he can do things with. It's just a matter of being able to do things with. But where you say a lot can happen in 600 miles, I say a lot can happen in 600 miles, and that Martin Truex could find himself on the right end of that this time around, given the fact that look over the last since 2017. No, I'm sorry. Let's go even back farther since 2015. He has got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine top 10 finishes. The only two that he had was a 13th place finish in 2016 and last year in 2021. In that span, he's got two wins and uh, four, five, six top fives. So Truex knows his way around Charlotte. And if there's a track, if there's a race, if there's a situation that a, a grizzled veteran can get around the track and limp himself around in the 19 Bass Pro Shops car, uh, I got to think that it's it's Martin Truex Jr. Did you say Martin Truex Jr. retired? Because I thought that's what happened. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're so mean. Dude, I, he's, he's, he's just about to the same place as Kevin Harvick for me. Ah, oh, man. I don't know. Ugh. It's a tough I one, I know. But look, fortune if, favors if there's the bold. a race that can happen, it is this race. It's the long race where he can survive and and happen to be there, even though he's not the best car all day. And maybe, maybe we'll see that where he just, he's all of a sudden really dominant again, but we haven't really seen him be that good this year. Again, he's on the Kevin Harvick plan headed to a TV booth or something, but 
Dale Jr. even mentioned it on his podcast this week that he's not so sure. And they're those guys are pretty close friends, uh, uh, Truex and Jr. Uh, he said he's not so sure about this new car, and he doesn't know if he's going to keep racing. So that that alarms me a little bit too, because I, I think Junior probably knows more than you know, maybe said more than he was supposed to say too. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It but just, wouldn't this be a track? Wouldn't this be a track and a race though that you want to try, right? To make yeah. a nice little goodbye to yourself. This is one yeah, of those. And races. if it's going to be a race, I think it's going to be a race like this, where yeah. he's gonna he's gonna survive the chaos. He's not going to have the loose tire. He's not going to hit the wall while he's leading. He's just going to be there at the end and, and you know, strategy or whatever gets in there, but he could get the win. So, again, if if there is a race, I could see it being this week, but I'm so out on him right now that uh, it's hard for me. But uh, Hey, that 2016 race, man, started from the pole, led 392 of the 400 uh, overall laps. I mean, And Kevin Harvick won nine races two years ago. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm what I'm saying? Fine. Like. Uh, Fine, but this uh, is the race that I want to throw something on him. That, that's all I don't I'm saying. I keep hating on the old guys, but I did want to mention, too, while I was talking about the Dale Earnhardt Jr. podcast, uh, which you should check that out. It's good. He he is such a NASCAR historian, and his guest he has on is always great. He had Denny Hamlin on this week, and I am obviously a much-known uh, Denny Hamlin hater, but they were talking about Hamlin has a basketball league that he runs with drivers and stuff, and he was talking about this all-star challenge they have with all these different events. And he said he sits down at night and he has a spreadsheet where he types out all these events. He creates odds and takes bets on these drivers against each other. Wow. So Danny Hamlin, fellow DGen, open invitation for him to come on this podcast anytime he wants. Would probably completely change my mind on him. I, I did think the interview was great. It, a lot of good things to say. He's got a different point of view now being a driver and a car owner. Mm -hmm. So I liked that. But the D-Gen part of it, man, he's he's full D-Gen just like we are. But yeah, he said he, say he sits down, he'll he'll weigh out how guys have done in the past and and who's won this. And they keep like a point standings and it's like Olympic tallies and all this. And they have wow. champions at the end of the year. I was like, wow, he's a, he's a true degenerate. So uh, yeah, shout out to Denny Hamlin for that. Uh, I know I've been a, a hater of his a lot, but, uh, uh, but I really fade. enjoyed that for sure. <laughs> the full fade only goes so far. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, man, you keep keep talking like that. You might have me picking you here soon. <laughs> oh, I don't know. That, that might be a little too yeah, far. That might be going a little far. But <laughs> All right, let's wrap up the uh, the cup race bets for the Coca-Cola 600 at the Charlotte uh, racetrack there, uh, where Cody has Austin Dillon to win everything. Uh, it doesn't matter. He's going to go win in Monaco. Maybe I should bet him to win the race too, just in case. He's going to go win. Uh, he's going to go win the Indy 500, and he's going to win the pole for this race at plus four thousand. Uh, I've got Kurt Busch over Logano at minus one ten. Cody's got uh, Alex Bowman over Mister Tyler Reddick at minus one hundred five. I've got Ross Chastain with the top three finish at plus four hundred, and Cody has his laundry list of winners that includes uh, Ross Chastain and Ryan Blaney as well, and Austin Dillon to win at plus five thousand. 
Are you looking at the sheet? I just I'm added watching the, the sheet right. I there. would like to. I would like the record to reflect. I just added Austin <laughs> Dillon at plus five thousand to win the Coke six hundred, just in case. <laughs> and I've got Martin Truex. I typed that in as Rod was reading <laughs> everything too. out there. <laughs> oh, way to sneak that in. Uh, and I've got Martin Truex to limp around the track first at plus one thousand. So there are your Coca Cola six hundred bets. <laughs> Hopefully, you've got them down, and uh, I hope we have a better weekend than we did All Star Weekend. Again, it wasn't our fault we we don't we blame all stars uh we blame the weekend in general uh but you know again it was a lot of fun to keep track and it gave you something to cheer for in an otherwise unimportant race absolutely and one more shout out to uh ryan priest is competing in all three series this weekend so i think it's like 1100 miles over the weekend that he's going to run between all three races so Delicious. in this great weekend of racing with all these wonderful races He's getting it done, so uh, shout out to him as well. But shout uh, out to him. Uh, yeah, Cody. if you uh, if you, if you didn't listen to the podcast that dropped earlier this weekend, we covered F one uh, at Monaco Grand Prix and the Indy five hundred. So definitely check that out. I feel like we had some pretty good, solid bets there, and uh, hopefully cash some stuff and give us your feedback if you really like that. Maybe it's something we can uh, do do a lot more with going forward. I think I think we could have some success and have a lot of fun doing that. So. Definitely hit us up and uh, let us know what you think. The bosses love it when you tell them you want a show. That's all I'm saying. If you say it that to is, them. That's the best way to get something is to ask for it. Yep. <laughs> just tell them. Say, hey, we want more of that. And, you know, Cody and Rod will deliver. Yes. And we are finalizing. This will probably by the time we uh, get this podcast out, we'll have uh, the contest up. But we have a DraftKings contest for this weekend that, that we're going to have some pretty cool prizes for. So stay tuned to the Twitter and the Slack channel. We'll share that at nascar gambling uh probably here shortly even before this is dropped i would guess so yep just finishing up the details on that but it's going to be free to enter you can win some pretty sweet prizes you will will be in it so if you you know you can beat us then you can brag about it to to our faces so and if i win i'm keeping all the prizes so <laughs> you better beat me <laughs> that's, that's what i'm talking about listen we're not just hosts we're contestants so <laughs> exactly uh, but anyways, all right. Um, but yeah, follow me also at Husker underscore Zeb on Twitter. I had an F1 article come out today, an Indy 500 article come out today. I'll have Xfinity probably come out Saturday morning before the race for the Garage Guys usually is when we do that. So tons of content this week, tons of stuff. The contest is going to be fun. Definitely get in on that. Uh, man, we got so much racing, so much good racing. It's going to be such a great weekend. I'm so pumped. And yeah, happy to be here. Let's go cash some bets. Let's go cash some bets. Follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez, And just like Cody said, follow the show at NASCAR Gambling. Make sure you join the Slack channel where we are constantly giving you all kinds of great stuff and conversation and probably the first crack at the contest details. Uh, we'll make that a Slack exclusive and then we'll pump it up for the rest. Uh, but yeah, just have a good time, everybody. Enjoy this amazing weekend of racing. Uh, enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. Thank you all to have served and that listening out there that have served, that are serving. Uh, obviously, we know Memorial Day is not necessarily for us. It is for the fallen. But, uh, you know, just thank you for your service. And thank you, Cody, for your service. And uh, Absolutely. Go Navy, beat Army. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, everybody. Go Army, beat Navy. Let's go racing. And let it ride.